Robbins. Welcome to the Bundesliga shows. Gav Mack and Devo in the house. What's good? What's good, bro? I'm all good. I'm here, chilling. Madly. Oh, you're on the magic. I've got a Modelo on the move, but because I'm standing and I need both my hands at the moment, I cannot sip it. So I'll have to wait till afterwards. So um, that's what we're going to do. But um, here we are, Bundesliga show, episode seven, week, game, game week seven. There's no show next week just to get you um, in the in the mind and the mood set already because international break. We don't have enough time for that thing there. Um, but in the meantime, please subscribe to the YouTube channel. It's going on the bottom. And also make sure you subscribe to our Spotify, Apple Music, all that sort of stuff. Just search the Bundesliga show, spelled die, Bundesliga show, and you'll be able to find us and you'll be able to listen to us at all times of these the week. sultry tones. Why wouldn't you want to listen to these voices on your way to work in the morning? Exactly. Or when you're trying to put the kids to bed or whatever. You know, you could do yeah, that. But um, it's been a it's been an interesting week in the Bundesliga. I have to say that uh, various results have happened. Things have changed in certain areas. Not as many goals as you would normally expect, though, was there, Dan? No, there wasn't. Um, some good goalkeeping performances this week. Um, we'll talk about one in particular, uh, a goalkeeper I'm very fond of mm. uh, in the biggest shock of the weekend. Um, yeah. But yeah, some good defensive performances, um, which I feel the Bundesliga needs sometimes. Yeah. Because a lot of people just think, you know, they can't defend. Uh, there's too many goals going in because they can't defend. Um, there are some very good defenders in the Bundesliga. There's some very good tactically uh, astute managers in the yeah. Bundesliga. And there's some brilliant goalkeepers in the Bundesliga as well. So, Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, I think we should start at the Riviera Derby between Dortmund and Schalke. So why don't we go with stuff that we already know um, and let everybody know that Schalke are shite. Yes, they are. Um, however, they weren't that bad in this game. <laughs> I, I tell you, we might have to scrap this. Yeah. This portion of the show because they don't look that bad this season. They don't look great, but they don't look that bad. And I feel like they were slightly unlucky uh, against uh, Dortmund in that disallowed goal. Um, well, it wasn't a goal, it would have been a penalty. Um, but would it would have been a straight red. Jordan Larson, it yeah. would have been yeah, Jordan Larson brought down, but he was, he was slightly offside. And I think Jordan Larson is a great signing for Schalke. Mm. There's quite a few Premier League sides sniffing around him. Uh, when he's at Spartak like Moscow, and obviously he comes from a very good lineage. So, um, yeah, I think that's a good sign for them in terms of trying to put the ball in the back of the net. So, uh, yeah. I feel they were unlucky in that game. Yeah, me too. Um, one person who did look very tasty has got to be Marlon. How fit was he? Yeah. You know, he's running the show from the left-hand side. He's back from injury. He's been out for a little while and is showing why Dortmund paid the money for him and got him at the club, in my opinion. I thought he, I thought he was absolutely fantastic. I've been waiting for this from him because um, uh, ex-Arsenal boy, obviously, uh, was at the academy at Arsenal for a while, went back to uh, the Netherlands um, to play football, did really well at PSV, came to Dortmund and I had big hopes and big expectations for him. It didn't quite work out in his first season, uh, niggling injuries, in and out the side, Haaland obviously taking all the headlines, uh, mm -hmm. so this is a big season for him uh, and if he played like he did at the weekend for the remainder of the season, Dortmund would be very, very happy because he was absolutely unplayable. Um, yeah. Just running out people for fun. And yeah. um, he had a great game. 
Yeah, hundred percent. Um, Makoko with the only goal of the game, and um, he's the youngest ever scorer in the Riviera Derby, and it's four straight wins now for Dortmund, meaning that is their best run against Schalke in over fifty years, which is pretty shiny. You know, Schalke have had their ups and downs over the years. Of course, they they, they were doing bits of the Champions League like ten years ago. They had players like Raul there and Leicester. things like that. Lessons, yeah, but they run yeah. around in, in the league. Yeah, uh, not too long. Yeah, exactly, it's and um, it's all just it's all just gone south there. But for Dortmund, a couple of injuries. Well, one injury that was already there anyway. Ozchan, his foot injury. They thought he was going to be out for a couple of weeks. He's going to be out until at least December, by the looks of it. But the main one, Marco Royce, he can't catch a break, can he? He can't. Uh, poor guy. Um, still to this day, so if it weren't for the injuries, we'd be talking about him as one of the best players in the world. Um, I think he's that talented, and I feel so sorry for him that these injuries always come before big international tournaments. We don't know if he'd have went or not, but we know now he's not going. Um, mm. And I feel so so bad for him. He's missed so much football in his career. Keeps coming back. Keeps finding form, and I hope he can do the same thing again now. Yeah, me too. Um, let's talk about Marco Rosa because he's currently going on a nostalgic tour around the Bundesliga, back at places where he's been stomping about. This time he got a humbling, proper beating by Gladbach. Gladbach three, Leipzig nil. And yeah, it was all it was all about Hoffman on the day, wasn't it? Mm. He was balling out yeah. left, right and centre. This was one of them. I thought I told you to take the chicken out of the freezer, beatings. That's, that's what that was. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I had hopes for Leipzig in this game, but I like what Farker's doing with um, with Gladbach. Uh, I think he's got them purring at the moment. Um, yeah, Hoffman got the goals. Um, brilliant counter-attacking football from much and Gladbach. Leipzig were kind of their own worst enemies, uh, giving the ball away in dangerous places. Yep. Poor clearances and whatnot, but they got punished um, and looked comfortable. Really, I, think, I can only think of one save Jan Sommer had to make, and it was pretty comfortable save. Yeah. Um, one thing I would like to say: we're talking about goalkeepers. Peter Galacci, I've never rated him as a top keeper. No, no and, I don't um, think you have. I, actually, I think you mentioned about him before in the shows. I think sometimes he parries the ball out when he could kind of hold it tight. He did that in this game. Uh, I think mm. the Turan header. It wasn't the most powerful header. He's pushed it out. I think he could have held on to that. And Hoffman's uh, obviously, obviously punished him. Uh, big three points. Finished from Ben Sapiani. was absolutely quality. By Tell him. you what, lads. What? That's a cracking goal, that is. Fuck me sideways. What a finish. 100%. Beautiful. Honestly. The, the, the whip, anyway, from Stindl. I thought it was just... You know when they say, put on a sixpence? You know, mm -hmm. that is exactly what it was. And yeah, it was it was beautiful. Um, a bit of news with Leipzig as well. Leipzig have signed Max Erbel, uh, the sporting director from Gladbach. So that will be interesting to see how, <laughs> how that pans out. Uh, <laughs> it's like, you might have won the battle. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, he doesn't start until just after, well, just as the World Cup's finishing. 15th of December he starts. So yeah, we'll see um, what changes that will make to uh, Leipzig going forwards. Um, shall we talk about Leverkusen? Yeah, let's talk about Leverkusen. 
Poor club, honestly. Siawane has received a, a vote of confidence, if you want to call it that, from the CEO, Fernando Caro, uh, with the team sat in 15th place in the league at the moment. It's it's a terrible, terrible start for Leipzig, uh, for, for Leverkusen, I apologise. But Siawane will be keeping his job for at least the, the next uh, couple of weeks. Well, only because they're not playing. <laughs> if there were games, if there were games this week, it would be gone but sooner. This is the, this is the time <laughs> that you should make the change, though, should it not be? I think this is the time for Siwani. This could be a blessing in disguise because they come back from the international break, they win their next game, gives them a bit of breathing space. They win the game after that, then things change dramatically. Um, mm. They come back from the international break, lose that game, or they have another just technical performance. He's out the door. Um, uh, just after the transfer window closes, that's not really the best time to sack a manager. But you can't keep playing like this. Um, I feel I feel a bit bad for him in this game because I think they, they did enough to win. Poor goalkeeper from Hradecki, um flapped at his own save. It's an unbelievable goalkeeper. He's got that in his locker. And I think they need to upgrade at that position. I've been saying that for a little while. Um, and he's, cost them, he's basically cost them two points. Yeah, and and they've got they've got buying away after the international break. What better game is there to play than wounded Bayern Munich? Couldn't yeah, think of a better place to do to go. Would, yeah, but would, would, would <laughs> they have would, would they have been in a situation to uh, have a little regroup because they're having a very bad time? Augsburg beat them one 0 They lost against Augsburg last season as well, I believe, at their place. They did, yeah, they did. Um, like, oh, sorry, sorry, uh, sorry, sorry. We need to go back. We need to go back because Demirovic scored in that game. Oh yes, of course. Oh yeah, and that was. Lazzo. Sorry, I couldn't. I, I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't allow it. It was that a to happen. Yeah, beautiful. It was a the There weren't many of them, so yeah, we needed that. Yeah, hundred yeah. <laughs> percent. Left peg, edge of the box, curled it round keeper. Fantastic finish. But yeah, Augsburg. They got the result. My dark horses for a European spot, by the way, <laughs> at the beginning of the season. Everyone laughed at me. Everyone laughed, but not anymore. They've beaten the nine, t- ten-time league champions um, Bayern Munich by goal to nil. And yeah, it was uh, Barisha's first Bundesliga goal, but not the first goal he scored against Bayern. Oh, yeah, scored uh, for uh, Salzburg, I mm. believe, uh, against Bayern. Um he looked a very good striker at Salzburg um, before he went to Turkey and I think he scored four goals last season. So uh, he's not really picked on much. Um, but great win for Augsburg, mainly down to Gigovic. My guy Gigovic between the between the sticks saves pretty much everything that's thrown at him unless he has that some real goalkeeper. Um, yeah, um, he pulled off some brilliant saves and the best one was the one from Neuer. Last kick of the game, basically. Yeah. They were up for a corner. Brilliant save. Strong left hand to keep that ball out. Uh, massive big at Oxford. Uh, I, love, I like their um, Twitter uh, page. Uh, They're funny. Their Farmers League. Yeah. Um, quite like that. Quite enjoyed that. Uh, but yeah, bad times for Bayern Munich. Yeah. Unheard of times for Bayern Munich, really. Uh, yeah. got the vote of confidence from Oli Khan as well. So that we have no. No plans to change in our coach. Um, but if I was Liverpool fans, 
I'd be quite wary because I I could see them going after Klopp. Ooh, That's just my own feeling. There, Are you trying to upset Liverpool if, fans. I doubt they'll go for Tuchel, who's probably the only high-class manager available. But I could Poch. see them trying to tap up. You know, oh yeah, of course, Pochettino. Yes, yeah, we got by him. But I could see them trying to, you know, just have a little chat with Klopp behind the scenes. Say, oh, you've been in England for a little minute. What are you I can see someone like Pochettino going there though, because the type of football that Pochettino plays, you know, like you know, it's exciting, it's expansive, it's not, you know, there's a lot of flair involved. Bayern have got those players there ready to go. That's if mm. they are going to make a change. I'm not speculating anything, but I'm sort of speculating little bits and bobs. <laughs> but if they are to walk away from Nagelsmann, which I think would be a, a stupid decision. He's 35 years old. Man out there saying that yeah. he's washed. He's a day older than me. <laughs> <laughs> and he's you know, washed. Yeah, it's silly, silly stuff. There's a good chance they come back from the international break and win seven, eight, nine in a row. So, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, 100%. Gikovic, incidentally, has um, entered contract talks now. So, that'll be nice. It's a shame that he's 34 years old because if he was yeah. younger maybe Augsburg can make a couple of quid out of that because he's an unbelievable goalkeeper. He's um he's like uh oh almost deleted everything that I had there. Um he's um <laughs> <laughs> that would have been fun. Um what happens next? But um yeah I, I think he's in the same category as like Ortega in terms of a bad man goalkeeper. And I just I think there's some really good goalkeepers in Bundesliga. And I, I feel sorry for Gikovic that Poland has such a wealth of good goalkeeping oh, talent. Yeah. And if you look across the top five European leagues, there's so many really, really good Polish goalkeepers that he's not yeah. really gonna get a look in. hmm Yeah. And um you mentioned about Bayern going on a mad run after the international break to try and get back on the top of the league. At the moment, there's just one team just standing out above everybody else, and that's Union Berlin. They're doing bits. They were they were fantastic at the weekend. They were so, they're so easy on the eye. They've changed. Well, they haven't changed their ways. That's the thing. They're playing exactly the same way, but just with a bit more intensity. It's almost like you, you press fast forward a little bit on their way that they do things, <laughs> and teams don't know how to, how to break them down, how to attack them. They're everywhere. It's like they've got... 15 players on the pitch at any one time. They almost open the open the goal scoring inside 45 seconds with the, that Harbour volley from mm-hmm. the Trimmel cross. That would have been unreal if that had gone in and that would have just set up the rest of the game. Yeah. Trimmel's delivery is unbelievable. Yeah. Um, yeah. Never fails. And I, I think the key for this Union side that's really made them look different is that Sherelda Becker has kind of refined his game um, mm. He looked dangerous in spurts last season because of his pace. He kind of didn't have the composure uh, with his final ball or his end product this season. Everything's kind of clicked for him. I think him and the, the partnership with Sabatshu uh, has flourished. I think Becker's been in, involved in nine of their 16 goals this season, yeah. um, which shows how important he's been. And another great finish from him again in this game. And a brilliant head from Sabatio as well to make it 1-0. I think those two uh, have forged a brilliant partnership and they give a much-needed injection of pace up top, mm. uh, which is something that 
you know, with Cruiser and um, you know, they didn't necessarily have Ingevarts and they didn't really have the pace uh, to really scare teams. They've got that now. Um, mm. uh, I think they're a solid, solid unit and I hope that it continues for them. If they do well, can you see them getting ripped apart? You know, like we've seen these different teams over the years, Ajax 18-19, Monaco um, 15-16. I know Union Berlin are nowhere near those sort of levels, but those are the two teams in particular off the top of my head that have just been picked apart when they've had a little bit of success. Can you see the same thing happening at Union? I, I think players like Becker will probably get bigger clubs looking at him, but I think... The thing was Union, you look at their team last season where they did really well, they lost big players there. Mm. Um, they brought in others, they got better. Season before that, they had big players there, lost them, got better. Mm. So I think they've, they've put together a ethos, a philosophy that allows them to, to turn over players and bring in other players and continue down the same path. So I wouldn't be um, that worried because of what they have done over the last two, three years and how they have adapted. Yeah. Um, Erhan, uh, thanks for watching, mate. Um, big ups, taps in the chat as well. Um, Erhan says, could Union Berlin do a Leicester? It's early days. Let's see. Um, let's see what happens after the World Cup. Um, if Union are continuing on the same kind of vein of form come January, um, then I'll think, yeah, but I can just see Bayern going on a run. As I said before, when it's six, seven, eight, nine, ten in a row. They could mm. go from now to the end of the season without dropping drop <laughs> drop a point. point. You never know that's, with Bayern. That's what they you do with I mean? the horrible team, aren't they? Um, yeah. I, I, I can't see them doing a Leicester, but I do see them playing Champions League football next season. I genuinely do. Because all they've done since they've been promoted is get better and better every year. As you mentioned, Devo, they lose players. They replace them. It's not a problem for them. You know, They don't have a load of money. They find the best talent from real crap clubs. And then be like, you know, you're the best player there. So you come over here and uh, enhance us. People want to play yeah. there. And the fans are, they are literally a 12th man. They're brilliant. They're, yeah. they're, they're, they're a very good what, side. I'll tell you what, Gav, next year, Union Berlin, Arsenal, Champions League. Yeah, I'll go home and away. Because right Berlin there. is one of my right favourite places. One of my favourite places out there. Um, what else do we know? Um, we know that Kamada is unplayable. What a player he is. He inspired yeah. a 3-1 away win for Frankfurt against Stuttgart, who did so well last week getting a point against Bayern. But then do, did you have to do well to get a point against Bayern at the moment? <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, this game has produced zero draws in 57 games and it, it carried on that way. Um, we were talking about goalkeeping. We saw some awful goalkeeping in this game from Stuttgart. We did. We did indeed. Yeah, it's a, um, it was a, a tough, tough battle from the sixth minute onwards. Um Frankfurt looked comfortable. Stuttgart is such a weird side. Yeah. yeah. Jekyll and Hyde kind of thing. But um, Frankfurt looked good. They looked good this season. Um, they looked dangerous going forward. They got a lot of different weapons. Kamado, as you said, has been on form recently. Really like him in the middle of the field. I think he's a very intelligent player. His movement, the way he brings other players into the game, he's pretty decent on the set piece as well. There was a massive deflection on, on, on the second goal. Um, but yeah, I think massive three points for Frankfurt. They look brilliant so far this season. Uh, Stuttgart, I do pray for them. They look decent against 
Bayern, but maybe that's just a thing of them trying to raise their game because it's Bayern. Um, but their bread and butter, they seem to be struggling with. I mean, they haven't lost many games. Oh, I think that's only the second loss no, of the season. But yeah, they, they're not they winning their games. games. Yeah, that's the issue. Yeah, but winning. if you remember, not last season, the season before, their home form was terrible. But away from home, they were relentless. You know, remember when they went to Dortmund and slapped five past them? You know, yeah. they were getting, yeah. picking up points left, right and centre. But yeah, at the moment, it's not looking good for them. Yeah, Florian Muller, not a very good goalkeeper anyway. Um, Mavropanos, a player who I love, like came through Arsenal uh, ranks. Uh, can you explain to me how he did not get a red card for that challenge on Canalf? No, I, c- I can't. Um because obviously when I saw I was watching the highlights and I saw that immediately thought, oh, they had them, man, I didn't know that. Uh, and then he wasn't set off. I mean, yeah. how can you have, in this day and age, with VAR, how has that not been given as a red? Yeah. He's gone over the no ball. There's no malice in it. No, no but he's gone over it, the ball. He's caught the behind the ankle. Yeah, literally, it's like in, almost mm. like in between the knee and the ankle. Like that is mm. not a very pretty challenge on Knauf. Knauf was lucky to to get up and carry on of the back of that. Um, Borna Sosa, how beautiful is his left foot? Oh, that should be in a museum. Mm. It should be in a, in a museum. It, a, as they like to say, a cultured left foot. You never hear them say cultured right foot. They no. say cultured left foot. They used to say yeah. that about me when I was a kid as well. Um, Bochum are terrible. So we were talking about Schalke. We might have to change. We might have to change the the feature in this show to talk about Bochum. Bochum against Köln finished one-one. To be fair, once again, Bochum started off the game fantastically, um, well on top for the whole of first half. But they have a record that they were trying to avoid, which was the first team in Bundesliga history to lose their opening seven games. But luckily for them, they picked up a point. Wow, did Schalke not do that last season? Um, the last time they was in the Bundesliga? No, they picked up a point early doors. <laughs> and um, same with okay. um, same with Grutter Furt. Yeah. Grutter Furt picked yeah, up yeah. a point. Well, they were terrible, don't well, get me wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Bochum got that point. Um, and they're lucky to get that in the end. Although they could have went two up if uh, Hartman shot Lovely shot, by the way. Uh, didn't just swing slightly to the left and hit the post. Oh, um, he almost broke the post. He almost broke he hit that with brilliant, a lot of brilliant pace. effort. Mm. Yeah. Um, but in second half, as I said, yeah, Cohen were all over him. Um, and we're un- unlucky not to get more than uh, the one point. Uh, the amount of chances they had could quite easily be two or three. Yeah, 100%. Um, Adam Yan, he had a shot as well for Cohen, which almost broke the same post. So it's a good thing that infrastructure has changed somewhat in the game over the years. Um, two more games to talk about. And um, I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll bore off quickly with this one, actually. Hoffenheim versus Freiburg. Um, Bauman's 400th game between the sticks and he played against his former club um, mm-hmm. in, uh, in in Hoffenheim. But um, yeah, he, he kept his 100th clean sheet. Exactly, 100th clean sheet as well. Decent keeper, but um, yeah, yeah, terrible game. But we'll stick with goalkeepers and we'll talk about the last game. And this is uh, Mainz versus Hertha. And the reason why I want to talk about goalkeepers because the Hertha um, backup keeper, if you want to call him that, Rune Jarnstein, is trying to sue the club at the moment uh, because he's been X'd out of the the, the side 
for some remarks that have been made towards goalkeeper coach Andreas Menger. So, not all good at at Hertha Berlin. I've got my head in my hands because they can't help themselves at Hertha Berlin. There's always something going wrong at that club. Always drama. It's not on the pitch, it's off the pitch. Or it's both. Something's constantly going wrong at that place. Rune Jarnstein, I had great coach for him when he went to Hertha because I thought he's a decent keeper. And he hasn't really done anything there. Um, Alexander Swallow, who's now gone across to... Um, where's he gone now? I can't remember, but he's playing games and he's a decent keeper once again. Um, and, you know, Hertha, uh, they're just a problem club. And um, on the face of it, they, they were unlucky not to get the three points. Um, last, last, last minute goal from um, Kapji. Lovely finish as well on that one. Nice little that cushion was... right with Polly. Uh, brilliant at that time of the game where you just think, put your foot for it. He's cushioned that into the bottom corner. That's a, that's a brilliant finish. Uh, unfortunate for her to fell in, but no more than they deserve because they're a terrible club. Yeah. Swallows at um, Schalke, of course. There you go. Yeah. How could we forget? Um, that's it. Got no other, other things. You got anything else to say? No, nah, just. Um, International break in it, so um, yay! Woo. We're all ex- we're all That's excited about break. it. Yes. Yeah, I don't even Let's... know who's playing who or what's happening. I know there's football on Channel Four. That's what I know. Yeah, I I don't care so much about it right now. I'm saving myself for the World Cup. But um, yes, yeah, so that is it from from myself, Gav Matt, the boy Devo. And uh, don't forget, you can uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel if you wish, and that is. Um, www.youtube.com forward slash MAD Sports Network. Alternatively, if you want to listen instead, you could go to pretty much every podcast provider and just search for the Bundesliga show. It's as simple as that. We're not MAD on there. We are the Bundesliga show. How cool is that? And if you do it on if you do it on Spotify, you'll be able to look at some of the polls and things like that that we run as well. And any questions that you've got for us, you are able to get them directed straight over to us. So that is it. And that is the end of the show. We'll be back in a couple of weeks. Thank you very much for tuning in. Thanks for your comments, queries, etc. etc. Speak to you soon. Take care. Good night. <laughs>